Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now What's up, everybody? I am Brian Silverbacks, and you are tuned in to This Week in Geek, where we're going to talk about geeky stuff we saw throughout the week. But who am I talking with? Who could it be? Oh, no. How's it going, everybody? Uh, Thanks for dropping by. What's going on, man? So, Joey in the house. What, what? (laughs) What's up, man? So, it's another Monday, and we're here to talk it is about another Monday. Like I feel, and you know what is, you know what's not good is I haven't worked out in like two or three days. What? Oh man! I kind of, I took the weekend what? off, man, but I didn't overdo the okay. eating. You know okay. what I mean? So I still kind of kept the eating thing, but tomorrow yeah. I have to get up ass early at like five <laughs> to get to the gym because I'm going to be doing some online courses for some art students and stuff tomorrow. That's cool, man. You were telling me a little bit about that before we went live. And, dude, that's freaking cool, man. Uh, 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 talk to us a little bit about what you're going to be doing, man. You're yeah. going to talk so to There's an art teacher that has now, with the COVID thing, he's having to uh, teach his kids, his middle school students, art via Zoom or whatever. And he mm-hmm. reached out to me and said, hey, would you be willing to come on and talk to the kids and tell them, like, how – he asked me to like give lessons and I was like, dude, I, I don't give lessons. I I can, I can simply recount things that I did to get to where I am and I can turn the cuss words off. Like that's what I can do for you. So, and then I said, what, what we'll do is I'll I'll explain to how I started with this. And then I graduated to this and I graduated to this talk to kids and tell them I'm monitoring this and I, and I messed up. Oh my goodness. Is that what I sound like? No. Uh, So, and then then I'm hoping that a Q and a session at the end with the kids, you know, but he, he told me that they're fifth and seventh graders and they, they're real shy. So they may have trouble raising their hand and doing Q and a, but first class tomorrow starts at eight 30 and it goes all the way until like one o'clock tomorrow. So I'll be, I have like four different classes tomorrow that I'm going to be guest doing, but it's yeah. going to be the same information. So I'm going to keep saying the same shit over and over and over for like all day. And then I have one to do on Wednesday morning at eight 30 in the morning. Do you at least get a break in between? <laughs> yeah. I think there's like 20 minutes, like okay. in between each class period or something like that. But so that's what I've got going on tomorrow, but I got to get to the gym first because I can't go 
another day without going to the gym. I mean, yeah. this massive <laughs> week that I've got going on here. So, you know what, though, dude? What's funny is, is, oh, yeah, Caesar said uh, that he saw Tenet at the theater, and he was the only person there. Uh, Saturday was odd, but he loved the movie. All um, right, so I'm going to say that I haven't seen Tenet, and I, I love being the only one in the movie theater. I'm, yeah, I would love that too. And uh, you know what? But right now, I would never, you would never catch me dead in a theater right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you, the pregnancy thing aside, yeah. like that's, pro- I'm hoping that's probably the only reason because you know that they've got, they've got to have super clean protocols going in there and stuff. But I, I, I do want to see Tenant very bad. Me I do. If, I if I want to go to the movie theater, if my wife was not pregnant, I'd probably go watch a movie. Um, you know what I mean? But the, because she's pregnant and we're under strict quarantine protocol right now, because we are literally like 13, 14 days away from, from uh, our, our baby being due. So, um, so unfortunately maybe, I, I don't know. What is it today? Today is the seventh. So in two weeks, we probably won't be doing a, a live unless Brian wants to have a guest uh, on with him. He's more than welcome. To that, I but. might I might take that week off, too. I don't know, man. I, you know, I mean, maybe there could be some awesome news that that takes place uh, over the week. But I think we've bored people enough with our <laughs> personal bullshit. Right. Whatever. It's all and good. I'll, I'll save any random thoughts that I have for the end. Right. Okay. But, but the big news for me this week was The uh, Boys Season 2. I have – listen, check this out. I have not watched one episode, and – right, You know what? I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to take him off. If he hasn't watched one episode, I'm just going to take him off. So you've watched it, but this is – I because I, I had The Boys Season 2 on my list, too, about, to talk about as well. And and I know you've watched it, right? I know you have. Well, I was but, gonna. I have. I have a. I have a funny story. But okay, yeah, let's, hear, let's hear the funny story first, because all I was gonna, I was just gonna talk about about uh, the ratings and all that stuff. But let's hear your story first. So I knew that the boys was coming out Friday, so I was like, I need to make sure to get my work done. But I wasn't sure how many. I knew it wasn't going to be the whole season, but I I knew it was going to be several episodes. So I have been working on a comic book project where I have to color the artwork, right? And so I've been coloring the artwork and then I'm trying to get through it. And I'm really I was really close to finishing. But when I woke up Friday morning, I looked at Amazon Prime and it said three episodes of The Boys is now available. Nice. And I was like, ooh, shit, yeah, that's awesome. But I I was like, I have work to do today. (laughs) So it turns out that I had three pages to finish up my project and then I was complete. So I finished the first page and I watched one episode and then I came back to work and I watched and I finished the second page and I watched the second episode. And that is so within the Friday, I colored all three pages and I watched all three episodes of the boys and I was a happy camper. That's cool, man. That's that's actually kind of cool. Kind of motivated you to kind of get something Who's done. The gun is that Caesar again jumping the gun? Can we wait till we get to our topics? <laughs> that is that is him jumping the gun here, man. We'll we'll get to that. 
We'll get to that. <laughs> so, uh, Caesar said, so Batman got COVID. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> but so the boys is, uh, you you haven't ever watched the first episode, like the first season. I, I, watched, I, I did watch the first season. I just have not caught the second season yet. Okay, well, I mean, it's, you're, you're forgiven. It was a holiday weekend. You guys had some special stuff going on with the baby shower and stuff. So, but, so we get three three installments and in almost all of the first episode we don't get any billy butcher that's what i heard i heard that everybody was kind of upset about the first episode and it was kind oh, of slow i wasn't upset I, because you know the first season ended with billy realizing that his wife isn't dead and homelander had a baby with his wife yeah i'd be pissed <laughs> so it, it the first episode is really the crew without but- butcher uh-huh. Figuring out how to pick up the pieces and where to go from here. Because they and don't know what you well, mean, if we're going to expose everything about Compound V, then uh-huh. we need to talk to people and see what we can do. So they tried to come up with a plan to expose Compound V so that uh, uh, Mother's Milk can go back to his family and then, you know, all the other stuff. And that's kind of that's where the seasons pick up. And the, and the crew doesn't really know where he is right now, do they? At the beginning, no. But by okay. the end of the first episode, Billy's like, I know y'all been waiting for my for me to get back. Now let's okay. go do some stuff. Okay, cool. So I, I don't. That's awesome. How do you? How are you liking it right now? So for, uh, for dude, I, I can't complain. Uh, we there's an interest. I don't know which episodes go with what, but I do know that. Remember, uh, the deep is in Kostogie or wherever the hell, some little small town protector and now he's feeling so bad about his body image that he because he is it's 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 his mental state is fragile and he mistreats women because he doesn't like the gills on his stomach and he thinks that's what makes him ugly so his gills have a voice that start talking to him calling him a piece of shit for the things that he's doing and not and not embracing the fact that he has these gills. So that was pretty funny. That's hilarious. So um so so I'm glad that you said you like it because right now on Rotten Tomatoes it is a 97%. So wow. a lot of people are loving yeah, it. There's nothing but, wrong with it. And then he, they've introduced they've introduced the new character Stormfront who okay. does not give a shit about being politically correct or worrying about how this looks for Vought and the and the Magnificent Seven or whatever the hell it is. Okay. Like she a- does not care. And they're on air doing entertainment tonight and she is wow. like, you know what? Blah 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 blah. And then it just makes Vought look like a bunch of a-holes. And then uh, Starlight is like, she's saying everything I want to say. That's good. That that's what it is, right? So, oh no! Look, there goes my wife already. She said, "She said I, I just, I just registered at Target, so take a look." She dropped the link. <laughs> oh, there's the link. So this, this is what, what does this allow you to get? You get to go buy something or something, right? Yeah, it's a, it's her Target registry for our, our baby shower. <laughs> yeah, but in order for her to pimp that, you, you, what is it that you get? Uh, me, I get to buy all of your variant covers of your next coming book. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so check this out. So, 
on uh so I said that they were that's 97% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, right? Yeah. But everybody is pissed about how they are releasing the episodes. So everybody is going on Amazon and giving it a crappy rating. Right now on Amazon, it is a 2.7 out of 5 stars because of the way every, they are being released. They didn't release every every episode like they did the first season and they're doing them. <laughs> this is a bunch of crybaby bullshit <laughs> cancel culture. Oh my god. Just <laughs> you couldn't have it all at once. So you, what you're telling me is uh-huh. they should have just released it one by one, and then you don't have anything to complain about. And then you're just like, oh, well. Ch-. But they tried to do both, and you <laughs> right. cried about it. Oh, give me a fucking break. And you know what, though? This is one of the reasons why I haven't watched it, because I want to, like, no, no, you know. I get it. I, I, I understand. It, but I like think Boys is so good that oh, yeah. I will rewatch a couple of episodes before the new episode. Right. And I'm not going to be one of those jerks to give it a freaking a, a, that a is that is ridiculous. That's like throwing a temper tantrum because you didn't get your fucking blow pop. Shut up. <laughs> get out of here. Like, you, I already went to the grocery store and bought you Fruity Pebbles. I bought you apple juice. Right. I brought right. you some ice pops. And then you, you throw a fucking temper tantrum because you didn't get a ring pop? Grow the fuck up. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you because that's it's it is it's it's exactly like that because you know you're getting this awesome content, but you're crying about it because you're not getting it the way you want it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But so Stormfront, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm so like she. I don't think she cares about. I don't I don't know what she cares about. Okay, and it's gonna be fun to figure out what her motivation. Like it, it's yeah. almost like was she. Did she get into the seven simply to break them apart? Or is oh, she a plant? And think it, she's at a plant? the end of episode three, I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the end of episode three, a game changer of, of information is exchanged. And, and you're just like, whoa, now what? Like yeah. it, it, it's, they they gave they knew I think they knew that they were going to give you the first three episodes, okay. so they intentionally gave you a donkey punch at the end of episode three to make <laughs> you come back for that fourth episode. Okay, so here's my question, though: Do you think that Stormfront is a plant to break apart Vought? Uh, Kevin's bringing it up that I I may have forgotten how she got in. She, I don't I don't fucking remember. I thought that I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, and my memory sucks. <laughs> um you need that blow pop right now, don't you? I'm I, I think I'm gonna cry about it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna cry about it. I don't remember how she got in, so maybe that has something well, to do Kevin, with why it. Why don't you tell us how she got there so that you so that everybody knows because he can't remember. I haven't seen it, so yeah, I don't remember if she won like a contest or if that the the girl who re- remember the girl who got her eyeballs blown out by Homelander at the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the boss man, he says her replacement. Oh, okay, she was brought in by uh, the guy from Breaking Bad. Okay, you remember at the end of the at the end of the. I don't even know that he, we saw oh, him in I the think, first season. Uh, 
I think I saw I was going to read something else because there's another theory going on with his character and her and people were talking about it. I did not read that article because I did not want to read any spoilers. It's not a spoiler within the trailer. We can we see in the trailer. You can see that the uh, Gus from Breaking Bad is the head of Vought, the company. So he is the one that appointed Stormfront into the seven. Mm. And by the end of episode three, Vought as a company is very unstable. Okay. So it dude, I don't I don't know where it's gonna go. It's so they're fun. shaking it up a little bit. Yeah, well let's let's just put it like this. Homelander ain't fucking happy. <laughs> I I don't I freaking good. I hate him. He pisses me off. He, yeah. He's the, the one America character that pisses me off too. What's that? I said America pisses me off too. <laughs> but, so I, I don't want to go. I don't want to just sit here and do it because it's tough to discuss the first three episodes of the new season and not completely be like, "Yo, what about that time that this happened?" You know what I mean? But it's it's uh, Jake's in the house or Jacob. I always shorten people's name just because it's I'll remember it better. But <laughs> oh, so th- that's cool, man. I'm I'm glad about that. But um, here's another one. I, I, we can move on from uh from boys really quick because I love it. I want to watch it. I'm actually probably gonna watch it here next. But here we go. So Mulan, Mulan is. Let me pull up the article really quick. So Mulan is number one on Disney Plus right now. Oh even, my god, that came out of nowhere. Even even uh, even uh, even after thirty bucks, everybody's watched. Everybody shelled out the thirty bucks. But not, here, not this but that, dude. Neither did I. Neither did I. But this is the thing. I'm not here to talk about it being number one. I'm here to talk about it, it that because of all this good stuff that's happening, Disney Plus is now wondering. Should they do the same thing with Black Widow? What do you think? Uh, dude, selfishly, of course I want it. And I want it now. But <laughs> I right. I do understand that there's theatrical releases and stuff like that that are built into the contract. Uh-huh. And like, I know that there's a certain amount of appearances and publications and there's back-end points that the cinemas are supposed to get. So yeah. I understand that it can be very, very, very complicated. So mm-hmm. unless Disney is willing to loot, uh, patch over the contracts and stuff with the yeah. cinematic, they're going to lose a little money at whatever that is. But dude, I'm all about it. But people went to go see tenant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I wonder, but but this is the thing. I haven't looked at the tenant numbers and see how he how it did over the weekend. Um, but from uh, what Caesar said, he went to go see Tenant, and he was the only one in the theater. I did see that he posted something. And he's like, "Hey, look what what I'm doing." I, I think that was him, unless it was somebody else. But um, but this is the thing. I don't think a lot of people are going out to the theaters right now, unfortunately. So this is the one of those those questions now. Will have they made have they lost a little bit of money doing this throwing it throwing Mulan direct to Disney Plus for thirty bucks? Yeah, most likely more than the, than what they would have if they would have did a theatrical release, right? That's obvious. But 
do and this is the kind of thing that they tossed up in the air. Now, should they do that with Black Widow? Now, will people? Uh, he says twenty mil for tenant. That's what they made. So that's Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. I mean, that's. So, I mean, honestly, let's let's take COVID out of the situation. That's easily, uh, you know, like a seventy million dollar opening weekend movie. Yeah, but how much did Tenet spend on making the movie? Not not nearly as what it made over. Oh, we're over. still in a deficit. They're not gonna they're not so, gonna make their money back, and they might break even once it goes to home video. Well, this is this is the question here with with Black Widow. Now, if Black Widow is released in theaters, do you think that people will go out and spend that? And you know, will it hit their surpass their what they've spent on it, or do you think it would be better for them to do it uh, direct? I, I think you need to go like the longer you wait, the less money you're going to get a return on your product. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's for anything. I think that you should, what you, what I think right now you should probably, if, if you were Marvel and Disney, you would want to at least break even on this project. Yeah. And I think the quickest way to doing that would be the $30 home release. Yeah. And then, there's not quite the stars like you couldn't do this with Avengers because your budget for cast is is yeah. already 150 to 200 million dollars just for the cast alone but with this cast of Black Widow it's much smaller so really all you have I say put it on the 30 buck thing and okay. then hope yeah. that maybe toy sales and stuff kind of bridge the gap yeah, this is a hard one, man. Uh, I I don't know if what they would do. I don't know if this would kind of send people out in, in droves to kind of go to the movie theater because, you know, they do obviously have a, a certain amount of people that can be in the theaters. Obviously, you have to social distance inside the theaters and all that stuff. You can, can't you – can they have restrictions on what you can and, and cannot. A lot of people just aren't going out because they're scared at, they're scared at home. And that's the same thing too. So you you got a lot of people in the same situations that that I can be, or or the next person that we know that is in a bit different situation. So it's really hard. And there's 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 going to be a loss somewhere. But what's and this is the thing. What is going to be the better idea? Direct release or theatrical? I don't think there is a better idea. It's just yeah. You have to do one or the other. There's no proven. There's no like. Well, it worked for that guy. Like it. This is all new territory for everybody. So you just have to. It's going to be. What's the lesson of two evils? They're both suck. It's going to be. Where are you going to take the. the you know, you're, are you, Should you take a kidney punch or should you take it right in the jaw? You know what okay. I mean? For, for Marvel, <laughs> though, they're going to they're going to get more when they release the, you know, the next huge box set of movies. It's going to be in there and people will have already had it in their digital thing. And then so. You're going to continue to sell, and then who knows? Maybe you'll get the super-duper director's cut released in theaters in, in five years when people, you know, when they're like, oh, I didn't get to see that one in theaters, but now you can come back. And we've got super-duper Dolby 8.9 surround sound. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man. Uh, it's crazy. I don't know what to think. I, but I do – I will say that I will probably – if they put – they put Black Widow on a thirty dollar tier on Disney Plus. I'd probably pay thirty bucks right then and there. Mulan, because I know that I would pay the twenty five to get a digital, eventually. So yeah, yeah. I would have, and I would have gone to the movie. Me and the wife would have gone to see it in the movie theater. So 
same here. I would have, yeah, uh, I know right now I got a buddy who would have probably, me and him probably would have went and watched uh, Black Widow as well. So, I mean, but this is the thing. Uh, Mulan, I'm I'm not going to pay 30 bucks. Black no. Widow, I will. Black Widow, I, I'll I'll pay the 30. Now, what about Walking Dead, though? Would you, would you, would you pay to watch Walking Dead, the movie with Andrew Lincoln coming back? Um, I I don't know about that, man. Um, I would I would I would let's let's put it this way. I would rather it be like a like a like a like a straight to TV movie, <laughs> yeah, like a two episode thing on AMC or something, like, like a little mini series where it's three episodes and it's like an hour and a half long or something. I'll watch that all day. Um, go to the movie theater. There is some other Walking Dead news. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if you heard this one, man. Uh, so Robert Kirkman, Robert Kirkman let out what the origin of the virus that created all the zombies in his universe. All right. And, uh, and did you, do you now know? I know. I'm... Okay. What do you think it would be? I want to hear a guess. I, I can't, I can't give a guess because I, I had a conversation this weekend uh-huh. with another creator okay. that is doing a, he wants to do, he's doing a zombie themed thing and he has a specific way to spread the virus. And I thought that was very unique. And then I'm working with Jonathan Hedrick on a, a zombie type thing. And we have our own expired roast beef. (laughs) So, and and Jonathan Hedrick and I both have a, a, another type of, of unique uh, factors that would go into it. So, I think ours would be the best, but I don't yeah. want to throw them out there and taint the taint the water for everybody. <laughs> right, I understand that. Um, don't do that because I want to. I want to read those books because if I if you guys scroll up, my wife has got a link up there. If you guys want, <laughs> I want to get his books. <laughs> so, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> there it is like there it is. Uh, she's uh, she's registered at Target. Anyway. Just so anyone that's watching right this very minute, that URL is to the the baby registry for Joey's wife at Target. <laughs> so if we get to, if we promote that enough, Joey's allowed to buy silverback books. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, so he let the cat out of the bag, and this this is crazy. I would have never thought talking about you, David. But guess about guess what it is? It is space spores. Space spores. Yeah. Wow. Space. You talk about unlocking a whole new, like <laughs> you talk about world building. You did it with two words, <laughs> right? Space, space spores. And, and people are, people are saying that, it, that one of the theories is that he's paying homage to George A. Romero's night of the living dead. Um, you know, where there was like a space radiation kind of thing infected, okay. uh, reanimated the corpses and all that stuff. So, uh, but, but everybody could see it. And this happened out in January and it's just gaining speed right now. I don't know why everybody's just kind of thinking about it now. I remember hearing that. That's why I was like, I, maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. Like I thought I I remember it saying something, it came from outer space. This, I don't know why it's gaining speed now because this was like months and months, months ago. Um, but yeah. if 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 he's do if if we can clarify that he's doing it as an homage as a you know like and and that's as far as it ever goes then i'm cool with it but if if it's all of a sudden now he wants to tell another kind of 
space kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that was kind of you should just start over. Like it feels like a a cheap way to connect two different universes. He could have been he could have been being facetious, you know what I mean? Nobody knows because all he did, he just tweeted out those two words, space for. And oh. that's all. So well, I tell you what, the project that David Hedrick and I are working on, we need to get we need to get the fucking ball rolling if we're gonna beat whatever the hell space spores. We gotta beat space spores. David <laughs> got us all beat. Like honestly, when David releases his stuff, uh-huh. David's David's uh uh the zombie creation style thing mm. would be more grounded and fit slightly better and feel more realistic than space spores. Okay. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know his stuff. So no, if you but, want, and, you and, and here's the thing, here's the thing, not to, not to self promote, but that's kind of what I got to do here. Um, yeah. So is- David is working on a project and we're like, the project is very specific. There's a specific story that needs to be told. Uh-huh. And there's going to be the background of the story is a zombie world. Right. Okay. But how did those zombies get there? There's gonna we're, we're trying to put together and maybe talking about putting together a little quite a little anthology of stories that uh, live it. in the world that that, that 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 would get users familiar with the uh-huh. type of zombies and what's going on before he releases his uh his story based in that world where that zombie shit's going on. Okay, I love it. I love it. But along the lines of, of this alien stuff, we got some more alien news. Have you heard about this? Oh, oh shit. Let me, let me click the banner. Let me click. The <laughs> so aliens. So Ridley Scott confirms that he is looking to do a new alien film. And I he don't says know that anybody cares. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that because the last <laughs> several alien movies have uh-huh. not lived up to what most of us want to see in an aliens movie did you like prometheus i prometheus is a good movie but is it an alien movie is it a xenomorph is it does at it the, feel like it in any way has anything to do with ripley yes yeah, so and so at the very end like so the check this out prometheus was so good right i did not know that it was an alien movie till the very end <laughs> I, and seriously, yeah. so I, mean, I, I, I kind of liked it that way. I don't know. I, I've, I, I want it to be good. Like I, I, I do, but him say, like he said the last one was going to be good. The covenant or whatever the hell that it was. Mm-hmm. That one versus predator was supposed to be good. So he predator did say, he did, say he, he did, uh, people did quote him and say, he, he said, they asked him about if they're, when are they going to see a new alien film? And he said, that is in the process. He said, going on to say that, he said that, that Prometheus and Alien Covenant tried to reinvent the wheel, but whether or not we go directly back to them is doubtful. So he doesn't think that he's going to go back to that. And he also says that, uh, you know, questions like, has Alien himself, the, the face hugger, the chest burster, um, uh, have they all ran out of steam? Kind of what you're saying right now, too. Everybody's like, they, we need another- they just haven't been written properly. Like, all we need to do is follow another fucking group of space marines <laughs> doing space marine might- shit. 
So you might be on 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 onto something here. So his, his, this is what he says in another article here. He says that uh, what I always thought was when I was making it the first one, why would a creature like this be made, and why was it traveling in what I always thought was a kind of a warcraft, which was carrying cargo of these eggs. What was the purpose for the vehicle and what was the purpose for the eggs? That's the question. Who, why, and for what purpose is the next idea, I think. Yeah. So well, stop stop thinking about it. Like uh, honestly, I like that idea, but even if you don't want it to because that's that's just setting up prequel stuff. That all that is is like we're going to tell a prequel to Alien and people are not going to dig that one bit, I don't think. I don't I think, think I think but, if it's done, if it's done the right way and if it's done in a way that he hasn't done it before and he and and make it make it better. I think I think it can work. It can work. That's not, that's easy. Well, let me get some of my better sauce right here. I just pour yeah. a little bit of better sauce in there and make it better. Like there we go. Oh, that, that, that's our branding, bro. We need to make some better sauce. Like <laughs> better. Right? Yeah. Sauce? I, I, I think. <laughs> to me personally, like if you just did a it, who knows where it would fall in the timeline? Just make a space marine movie and call it Space Marines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that the yeah. idea of the Space Marines has way more of a following yeah. than any of the bullshit that they come on the planet where you're jumping in lava pits, the alien with titties on it. None <laughs> of those guys hold a fire to what people dig about the space Marines. Yeah. Focus yeah. on making a, a starship troopers like space Marines battle. <laughs> and then you go. got something. Yeah. I think, I think we could do a whole lot with, with something. If we do it, uh, Kevin Stewart says we need a Kathleen Kennedy aliens. The future is female. <laughs> I don't know if that's sarcastic or not, but that and does not sound appealing. I don't know, man. I think it could be good, but I don't think we need to see um, what's her name. I think she's getting too old. Uh, Mr. Gorney? Gorney Weaver. I mean, she's yeah, great. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't recast and don't younger cast new space Marines. We've never yeah. seen them before. Introduce new characters for us to like. Give us another Bill Paxton. Give us another, you know, yeah. Bishop type character. Give us another these guys and go fight. It very much was sarcastic, I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But, uh, so yeah, I, I do think, like, I think by neglecting the Space Marines, when's the last time any of those alien movies addressed Space Marines? Um, I don't know, but this is this is my idea. This is my pitch. All right. This is my pitch. Aliens, Walking Dead, connect space them. Wars. That's the Space Spores. They brought the space spores. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Good luck, man. I just, I think, I think he's going about it all wrong. Yeah. I'm how long has it been since we had one of those movies? Number one. I don't know. Not a good one or just one. <laughs> a good one. I mean, it's like he's making these movies and he's just on autopilot, much like a cyborg. Yeah cyborg there we go good uh good transition there so cyborg ray fisher <laughs> ray fisher is in deep negotiations to return as cyborg now in, in the- deep negotiations like is that all the way down to the balls or 
<laughs> is that like just the tip? Like, I don't know how deep, deep negotiations are. He's in deep. He's in deep. Well, I mean, I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now because he, uh, He's been accusing uh, Joss Whedon of some crazy stuff, of some neglect and, and some some all kinds of crazy stuff. We're not going to go too far into that, but they've said that he is not uh, he's not uh, he's not working with their uh, investigator, and he's come out and said, uh, "No, I am. I'm I'm definitely doing this." So uh, there's a lot of he said, she said type stuff going on. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I want to distance myself from that. Yeah, that's the same thing. So, but. Despite all of that st- crazy stuff going on with uh, with the WB or whatever the they are, uh, he's still in negotiations re- as to return as uh, Cyborg. But uh, but for is- the Flash movie though, right? For the Flash movie. But if yeah. you piss off, okay, dude. so he's gonna he's gonna put on a, a little dot suit and run mm-hmm. around for one day of shooting just so he can be there. He's not gonna be a vital part of the movie. It's a cameo. It, it's just another cameo thing. Okay. Just, then I don't think that's deep negotiations. You can shove those right up your deep ass. Like <laughs> if, if cyborg doesn't make the movie, I don't think any of us will be like, Oh my God, where's the cyborg cameo? I wanted. Right. Right. I, and you, you we also, get, we also get a, a uh, we also are going to be getting uh, 89 Batman and, uh, and, and Affleck. Batfleck. Affleck. So, all right, so going back to the alien thing, Kevin here says this. He says, what made alien special was the horror of not knowing what they were. Once you shine the light onto what they are, you will have a very, very hard time to make it interesting again. Um, yeah, and, that's, and that, to me, that sentiment is why we can follow the space marines, which were a, which were a well-liked part in the second movie. Yeah, and here's what David said about that. He says... Ripley hijacks a space machine, a space marine ship, sorry, a space machine, and crashes it into a colony planet overrun by aliens to show the galaxy the corruption of the government. Now, see that now is that old Ripley? Are we are we doing Sigourney Weaver again? Like she's dead like three different times. We're going to do a CGI version of, of Sigourney Weaver. Oh, like, that's going to be tough to buy. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna, are you going to cast her young and have it be like, oh, this took place right after her right uh, after. Right after Alien 1, but in between right. Alien 1 and 2? Like, I I like it. I mean, it's all different, but I think if we're going to make some money with the Alien franchise, we have to focus on the Space Marines. Yeah, yeah. There yes, we go. <laughs> exactly, Kevin. Expendables 4. Expendables 4 in space. Space Marines. That's the Space Marines. <laughs> Crossover. They got they got Barney and they got Lee Christmas and they got Dolph Lundgren and Stone Cold Steve Austin headed out to space to go kick some damn ass. Yep, yep. And then they bring back a space spore on their suit. No? Yeah, and then that's what gives Andrew Lincoln uh, a tumor <laughs> while he's in the hospital. <laughs> there you go. All right, um, I've got one last one here, man. Uh, All right, David on- says. David says that. Uh, uh, the Ripley character could be a bishop style android. Okay. Hmm. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Your last topic is what? The bat. So uh you had a little bit of uh, Batman news that Caesar wanted to tell us all a little bit ago, right? So oh, I don't know. Like the fact that production shut down again because the whole crew is now COVID positive. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
COVID positive, like I, I don't think anybody's deathly ill, but during their testing, uh, he was tested positive and they had to shut down production again. So that's not cool. We thought we had gotten right back in the swing of things and I don't even think it'd been a week yet. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> that's absolutely crazy because everybody was so excited after fandom and, and be, after seeing the, the freaking trailer or the teaser or whatever, yeah. but, and because everybody was watching the teaser, they broke down a whole lot of stuff. So here's my oh, thing. Okay. So here's, yeah. Now I remember where we were going with this. So everybody's watched the, the freaking trailer and teaser, and they've kind of broken down so much crazy stuff. Right. And there's a theory going on that they might be introducing the court of owls. And you said you saw something that kind of broke it down. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's step back a little bit also and look at the Gotham Knights video game that they okay. showed the trailer for where the court of owls is very much prominent as uh-huh. a, as a thing in that video game. Yeah. What yeah. better way to cross promote the court of owls than to have the court of owls be like a secret society that we see in the Batman. And when I watched, there's a YouTube video guy, uh, call, a YouTube channel called new rock stars. And okay. these guys are so into breaking down movies, trailers, teases, everything that they actually broke down the uh, Batman fandom trailer and pointed out several possible clues that point to the the court of owls and what he would do is while he was doing the breakdown he would show images from the court of owls in the comic books and Uh be like we think this is what's going on right here oh what that's awesome because they do they use a lot of the source material sometimes to talk about um to make movies yeah uh kevin stewart says court of owls would be interesting to take an, an interesting take for a Batman movie. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, and they've I, already explained that this Batman, the Batman is going to be a whodunit style movie, as opposed to we're, we're going to see down the Joker. We're going to see the greatest, the world's greatest detective in this one. Uh, I love it. I love it. A lot of people are trying, are saying that it's going to be the long Halloween or whatever. I don't know if it's going to be that one. Um, or I forget. Yeah, I hope I got that name right. I haven't read a freaking book in a Batman book in a long time. But anyway, um, um, I do. I I like the the theme of that book, but I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, I haven't come- read it. I don't know if we preface that I don't read, but I haven't read it. But it <laughs> sounds good. It's just a Batman detective noir type book. Yeah, and I get, I mean, I understand the genre and what they're going for. They want you to put the pieces together like Knives Out, like by the end, you know, a less comical version of Knives Out where we get to see all these things taking place. And then at the end, we get to see how Batman finally caught whoever they're looking for. But David Giambi, uh, Giambino, uh, he's my buddy. I hope, I hope he, he said, just call him David G. And I'll be like, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. But David G says... Uh, He'd like it if they didn't like, like if they pulled the court of owls further than just this one movie and don't give it to you at the end. Yeah. Because, because, uh, they, he does want to make a trilogy out of this, this movie. So, Oh, throw in, throw in, uh, throw in, uh, not like the knives out. And I'm not saying that it was a great movie. What I'm saying is it's the style of putting together clues and having them, uh, 
watching yes. our lead character put the clues together. Yes, you know, we need it's Ocean's Eleven. It's uh, you know, Knives Out. I can't. It's Clue. It's all these things yes. where it's less about how are we gonna stop him. It's all about oh shit, I got to figure this thing out. We need, yeah, we need. It's freaking. It's Detective Comics, Batman, right? It's yeah. So I agree. I agree with David G. And I say that we. Sh- I I hope for the sake of being uh, remaining interested, is yeah. that is that we kind of know that the Court of Owls, we see some stuff, but they don't fully resolve the Court of Owls issue in this movie. They mm-hmm. solve the crime, but they don't resolve. Okay, yes, let's Guy Ritchie direct it. Yes, I'm all. I love Guy Ritchie movies. So yeah. yeah. I, I should have thought about those for examples. Uh, the, the one, the I really like, you know what? Uh, one guy, Richie movie that I like, I like his Sherlock Holmes. That was pretty good. Dude, I watched the real rock roller. I like the rock roller. Oh, I haven't the seen Rock-a-Rola, that one. I like, man, there's, 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 yeah. You got to watch some guy, Richie movies. You remember that one? Yeah. But the, I like, I like his non, like movies outside of that okay okay but man you got i still i still do baby driver uh, i don't don't think so whatever so that it'll be fun yeah i still i still lock stock and two smoking barrels is one of my favorite movies of his dude still to this day um but yeah man um i i i i would love to see the court of owls in it i do agree with david i don't want them to be revealed right off the bat if like i don't want them to be revealed by the like maybe be revealed by the end of the movie but i don't want you to have like the leader in jail like you just need to know who was responsible and be like oh next time i'll have to take you down you dirty rat they do have to do it very well i don't yes the gentleman (laughs) i I own that movie that is badass so this is this is what I did. I I don't want them to reveal it like oh they're just gonna show somebody yeah we were behind this and then move on. I need yeah, it to be I mean, this long. Let's, let's take a look at it like take it like Game of Thrones towards the end of the season when uh that court that put together and made and made Cersei walk through the streets naked like okay. that kind of underground society where they're in charge and shit like that. Like that that's that's what I picture. Yeah, I um, it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Just don't screw it up. I mean, everybody's watching you. Uh, you don't don't screw it up. It's everybody oh. saying that it's gonna be the next uh Dark Knight. You know what I mean? So uh, they gotta do good with it. I, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. I I'm gonna enjoy it either way. I'm looking thanks. forward to it. But uh, Man, so else. What else random thoughts in geek. Do you yeah. have any random thoughts? Does your I brain would. work? We always got random thoughts, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm getting to, I'm getting ready to put together my Kickstarter for my Kara Prime handbook. Yes. I just logged in today to start creating the Kickstarter campaign. Okay. And lo and behold, guess what I saw? What'd you see? I saw that they are beta testing add-ons as a thing inside of Kickstarter. Whereas before it was like, you either get this tier or you get this tier and that's it. But Kickstarter is now has a beta thing to where you can create an add-on for X amount of dollars and add that to your pledge. 
which okay. is something yeah. that creators have been working around the entire time. So if you wanted to buy a copy of my handbook for $10 and you also wanted to buy this print that I had listed as an add-on, you would have to do the math in your head and add $5 to your pledge and then email me and say, Brian, that extra $5 was to get the print that you said that I could have for $5. Well, now they're, they're beta testing the ability to pick your yeah. tier and then separately pick the add-ons that you'd like to have added to your tier through okay. the through the Kickstarter doing all the work. And I think some some places you would even have to go through like a third party to do add-ons and stuff like that as well. Some some different ones. Yeah, I I don't know enough about it. I just know that it hasn't been a thing on Kickstarter, and I've heard people talk about it not existing. And then today, when I went to start my Kickstarter for the Kara Prime Handbook that will be going live October fourth or fifth, uh, so <laughs> when I log in to do that, I yeah. noticed that they said click here to start some add-ons. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's cool. That's awesome, man. I'm excited because you you before we even jumped on here, I jumped on Facebook to kind of check everything out. And I saw that you posted something that you're gonna you posted your kind of reveal that you have eight covers, including a a a, a blank cover yeah. uh, for a prime handbook done by you and a handful of great creators. And you said ten bucks each. I'm gonna be starting. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm gonna be very. Off. It's gonna be very. Uh, no, no super duper limited. One of these for a hundred dollars is existing. Every cover will be $10, and all you have to do is just say which cover you want. And what's what's good about this is a lot of these 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 characters that are in the handbook book at Burke, I can speak, right? So <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the characters that are in the handbook, this is their first appearance, right? Am I am I right or am I wrong? Well, let's let's uh that we gotta play loose with that because technically my year zero handbook yeah. is most of these same characters. I need that as a I need that as an add-on. You need to be able to get the year zero handbooks. I only have a I need I that as third an of those left. I need that as an add-on. Or just just keep that in sure. the uh, I can do that. I, I needed to come up with some add-ons. So I was gonna I'll, I'll add on like if you wanted an OG yes. handbook yes. and a, a pack of trading cards, and like it's gonna be very basic. I'm not doing gold foil dipped in, in embossed in platinum uh 80 you know i don't have a jim lee cover that you're going to get for 30 bucks i don't have a virgin variant and a non-virgin variant i've got sluts <laughs> no virgins here yeah they got I, it all out for you to see i i need that i'm telling you man i need i need their first appearance as a add-on and uh i need that right now yeah, well, I'll do that. But I just, I really, I honestly wanted to share, like I had no news. So maybe somebody who's more Kickstarter savvy can look into what exactly is available. But yeah. it, it does say right here, uh, create an add-on. Yeah. When you click on it, it says, thank you for your interest in creating an add-on. Click here to see if you're, uh, if, if you're eligible or something like that. Nice. Yeah, dude. I love it because I, I was looking at it and I was like, this looks good. I'm all about it. And if I get people to head on over to my wife's registry at Target, I can oh, get it. <laughs> he wants a diamond encrusted one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a one-off 
a diamond prepay for it. There you go. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited because uh, now I got to spend, uh, I got to like save up like a hundred bucks so I can so get all this. Anybody email any questions in or anything for us to address this week? Um, I have not seen anything you like that. Users that want to write us questions. No, I haven't seen anything like that come through. Oh, damn it. All right, Joey, it is your time to shine then, sir. All right, man. So every Monday I have an, a separate podcast to scout geeks. It is out. Now there was one released. Our second episode is released today. Check your favorite podcast player and type in two scout geeks. We talk about all things scout comics. Every this episode will be released in audio form on Tuesday on the house of Indie podcast. You just type in the house of Indie into your favorite podcast player. Every Thursday, I drop an episode where I review or where I interview a new comic book creator. And then um, where I'm working on some other stuff that we're going to be doing. So check that out. Head to your favorite podcast player. Look out, look up two scout geeks and the house of Indie, and then find us back here every Monday on the Facebook live where we do our live feeds with myself and Brian. Where's he at? There he is. This guy right here. There you go. So we're going to have to work on your pitch there, buddy. You're going to have to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to write that down and memorize it and just bang it out. I think I am. Cause you, I, I always, I'm always like, uh, you throw me off. You're like, it's time, time to do it. I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> Like it should be so bad. Like Joey, go. All right. Hey, I'm Joey Galvez. You can catch me on this podcast. Catch me on this podcast. Use your favorite podcast catcher. This is our interview show. This is our review show. Check us out on Facebook group. So when you guys, when you guys listen to the podcast, it sounds like I'm freaking flawless and I know what I'm doing. Right. But that's because I get to edit it and I get to record it multiple times. I'm like, Nope, that doesn't sound good. And I go back and record it. So I, it's so when you guys hear me and it sounds, you're like, Whoa, that sounds like, like last week you were like, it sounded like Casey Kasem. Do you know how long it took me to record that thing, dude? It took me like, I seriously, it probably took me about 15, 20 times to record that. (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, my name is Brian Silverback, so you can find me on social media. If you just look up the words Brian with a Y, Silverbacks with an X, you can follow me on social media and all my artistic endeavors and even go to silverbacks.com and get out all your artistic desires. And I'll also be launching a Kara Prime handbook campaign October 5th. 2020 so come on in bring the kids have a day look for the wacky inflatable guy come on down (laughs) there you go man (laughs) it's just right past the bearded lady (laughs) yeah it's it's just past the guy with the mask beard (laughs) what'd you call it like the mask beard i got the the beard uh the mask indentation in my beard yeah i hate that All right, so All right. thank you guys for watching. I don't. It doesn't look like anybody has any comments that have not been addressed. So nope. thank you guys for tuning in. Check us out next week. And in the meantime, support creativity, and you yourself should stay creative. Peace. I'm just saying, you should stay creative. Oh me, yeah, I'm trying, I, I should. I'm trying to not look like I'm. I, I didn't have my buttons all planned. And I'm like, oh, 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 I don't know what to do. 